Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Well, hello, hello. Well, hey, girl. How are you? I am just wonderful. How are you? I am good. I'm good. good. The weather, this is my weather. So I'm right. <laughs> I am thrilled, thrilled. Yes. I walked outside. Well, it goes from like 50 to like 80 in just a matter of hours. I'm, I wish it would just stay in that lower range, but you yeah. know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. I know. Right. We'll take what we can get. That's for sure. <laughs> for how, sure. How was your weekend? It was nice. We actually had some, some things to do. We went to a friend's birthday party out, um, kind of in the country ish and, um, on their family property. And it was just, it was gorgeous out there. And the girls were like, mommy, look at the sunset. I'm like, I know (laughs) you don't get that when you're surrounded by houses. (laughs) Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, well, it was, it was busy. Um, boys started soccer on, Saturday, so we had back-to-back games starting from like 9 a.m. and we finished around two. Um, they had a gap, oh, wow. yeah. They had a gap in between, and so my parents actually live right around the corner from the park that they play at. So we oh, went over nice. there. But it's funny, we were go 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 all morning. My mom, she she stops us and she goes, oh happy anniversary and I look at my husband and I'm like oh happy anniversary <laughs> well, it, it was our it's it was our 11 year anniversary on that Saturday right. and yeah. so we, we were just go 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 that we totally forgot so we and then we got the kids home everybody took showers some of us took naps and then um hubby and I went out to dinner Saturday nice. night so yeah that was nice and then I got to do some relaxation, um, cooking and kind of work on a couple little projects on Sunday. So it's, it's funny that you use the word relaxing and cooking in the same sentence. <laughs> you know, like, I we're know. so opposite. <laughs> cooking for me is just, I don't know, something it's, just, it's therapeutic for me. That's how so, cleaning is for me. Yeah. So. See, and I, I can't get there with that. But we would make good roommates because we I would do all the cleaning and you could cook. You could feed me. So that works. We would. We would. But um, yeah, so cooking, I don't know what it is about cooking. Like I bring out my little inner Julia child and I'm in heaven. Too funny. So it just, yeah. And it's funny because when my husband and I, first, that you're going to laugh at me, I know you are. But um, <laughs> when we first got married, we would on the weekends we would like spend the whole day cooking like maybe you know we would do like a boil one day and then maybe we would do like a a fat fry um another day and then or you know whatever and we would always turn on ratatouille and watch <laughs> that while we cooked <laughs> like that little mouse was going to give us some inspiration but you know <laughs> that's funny that's funny. But that's what we did, and we enjoyed it. We had good times, and we always had good food when we did that. So, you know. 
You're funny. Hang on, Mel. I think our guest has arrived. <gasps> Melissa, can you hear us? I can. Oh, hello. We're so excited. <laughs> Yay. I'm glad we you're are excited. Yes, we are. So, it's always exciting to talk to you. We are so glad to have you today. And that was seriously perfect timing. Awesome. Um, this is like a this is like a plot twist episode. So <laughs> um well we want to be respectful of your time. So um let's just jump in. Everybody, this is our dear, amazing, sweet friend, uh Melissa Herpel, who owns and runs Express Family Clinic. She's a family nurse practitioner. And we thought this would be a great time to have her on the podcast since we're all obviously health and wellness minded and Maybe give us some tips and tricks and, you know, things that she sees in her practice that can help us all stay a little bit healthier as we're trickling back into school and the workforce and things are trying to get back to normal. Um, how does that sound, Melissa? Sounds like a plan. Fantastic. So um, you want to start with just telling us a little bit about what you guys do and where you're located so our local people can, you know, put you on their radar if they need your services. Certainly. So let's see. I'm, um, my name is, you know, Melissa Herpel. I am the um, owner of Express Family Clinic. I have three locations. I've got a location in Conroe off 105, um, kind of a little closer to Montgomery. And then okay. I've got another location in Spring off of Rayford Road, which is you know, just before the Woodlands exit. And mm-hmm. then I've got another location in New Caney, and that's at the 59 and 99 kind of corridor over there. And mm. um, we do lots of, of um, good fun stuff. Basically, I'm a family nurse practitioner. So it's they're all run by family nurse practitioners. Mm-hmm. And we do um, urgent care stuff, you know, like your cough, your cold. Um, mm. We do a lot of the chronic conditions and take care of a bunch of people who've got, you know, hyper hypertension, blood pressure, um, diabetes, all that good fun jazz. The thing that makes our clinic a little unique is the fact that we don't bill any type of insurance. We have a flat office fee for everybody. So it doesn't matter if you have insurance or you don't have insurance, if you have high deductible insurance, you know, it just doesn't really matter. Our goal is to basically provide affordable health care for everyone and to make it as accessible as possible. So we don't do any type of appointments either. It's just come on in when you need to get seen and we will see you. So we've kind of addressed um, things that are lacking in our, in our local um, and even just you know, nationwide issues with healthcare, you know, accessibility and affordability. And we try to bring those things to um, our local communities. And we've been here for uh, going on nine years, almost 10 years now. And oh my gosh. Um, it's crazy. I can't even, I can't even believe it, but it's, how exciting. Uh, it, it's amazing how we've grown and how the community has embraced us. And, you know, we're just, we're just trying to do what we can to make a difference. Yeah. I, we, we love you guys. We are in the minority, I guess. And we actually have fantastic health coverage and it's very affordable. Um, but we have used you guys as well for just some one-off issues. And it's like, we can get right in. Mm-hmm. We called and said, Hey, this is what's going on. You got us in. It was the flat fee. And we didn't even mess with our insurance because it was so affordable. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, you guys are just a blessing and, and oh, we appreciate you. you so much. Thank you. Um, and I didn't realize, like, I'm, like, right in the middle of all of y'all's locations, too. So that's helpful. <laughs> I mean, I go to the one where you're at, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I usually hang out at the, at the spring location and keep an eye on that. That's that's my baby. That's the one that's yeah. going to open the longest. And so that's kind of my my base of operations. You know, we've we you know we've grown so much that over the last couple of years, just running the businesses and 
um, doing all the business ownery kind of stuff is kind of taking me taking me out of the patient care scenario yeah. in the last few years, which is kind of sad because I do kind of miss my patients. But right. luckily, when they come in, they're like, "Hey, and I'm usually like, hi." But it, it's yeah. it's pretty awesome, and I love the way that we've grown and have been able to stick to the um, you know kind of the mottos and and then the principles that I really embraced when we first opened the clinic. So I'm I'm really proud. Yeah, well, you should be. So let me ask you, what is the difference between your clinic and these, what I call dock in a box or urgent cares that you see on every flipping street corner? Right. So a lot of the urgent cares, um, you know, especially when you're looking at like the um, CVS minute clinics and things like that, you know, where you yeah. can just kind of rush in, you don't need an appointment, which is very similar to, to our structure, but they have a much more rigid set of protocols that they have to follow. So if you oh. don't fall within their scope of menu items, they can't see you and they'll refer you someone else to someone else. So if oh. you go in because you have a cold and your blood pressure is elevated, they will not see you and they will refer you to somebody else because you don't follow uh, into, into that little mold. So that's where we come in, where we can definitely take care of all of those things. We can take your cold and your blood pressure and kind of see what's going on. Now okay. we've got all of these freestanding emergency rooms that are all over the place. And the way that we differ from them is that they are actual emergency rooms. They are gonna bill you at your their emergency room rate. Mm -hmm. So you may think you're going in and being like, oh, this is great. I went in for my sinus infection. I was in and out, it was amazing. And then unfortunately with a lot of the companies, not all of them, but with a lot of the companies, they're out of network for most patients who have mm. insurance. So they're going to end up getting a bill in the mail for like a thousand, two thousand dollars for a sinus infection. Right. So it's really important to, if you do have insurance, to kind of watch that, keep an eye on who's in network, who's out of network, and you know what's going to be the fastest and most affordable thing for you and your family. Yeah. No, I love that. Thank you for that clarification because I think those things are just popping up everywhere, and it's like, wait, where do I go? What do I do? You know? Right. Right. Um, right. Right. And and it's so hard to get into just a regular. GP nowadays, it seems like too. Especially um, nowadays. I think, you know, the, the, the COVID crisis has certainly put a strain on our healthcare system in many mm -hmm. ways. And it's, it's really quite um, variable. I mean, it has fluctuated so much since the beginning of, of this crisis, you know, whereas before mm -hmm. everything was shut down and no one was going anywhere. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. we need healthcare, but where is everybody? We can't, you know, we can't find the, the providers. They don't have enough time because they're also looking at the bottom line and making sure that they can do what's right for their family and their businesses. And now as we're beginning to go into flu season, it's going to, I think, become even more strained because people mm -hmm. are going to be concerned with, is this the flu or is this COVID? What do right. I need to do? And we actually had our first positive flu A yesterday in the office. So guys, oh, wow. it's a coming. It's a coming. Yuck. Yuck. So I'm going to go kind of rogue here for a minute. Sure. Won't the masks help with the flu if they're helping with COVID? Yes. Um, that's what I'm very interested to see. So usually our flu season's pretty nasty and, and it does kind of depend on the, how the vaccine was the year prior. So if the vaccine was very effective the year prior, then not as many people get the vaccine the next year because they think they were fine. They didn't get it. And then our flu season is worse. It's so funny that, that when you mm -hmm. trend these things, how this happens. Mm -hmm. So last year, our flu vaccine was effective excuse me, was effective, but not, not as effective as it has been in years past. And so a lot of mm. people still got the flu, even though they had the flu shot, they weren't as sick, but they still got the flu. So that leads us into more people getting the flu shots typically, and then having a, a little bit of a less severe flu season. But mm. 
now that we're practicing washing our hands a heck of a lot more than we ever did, <laughs> we're using hand sanitizer like body soap. And, right. and, you know, of course, you know, wearing masks like it's Halloween every day. Right. It really is going to help to, I think, keep our flu numbers down. But that's not going to deter people from, oh, my God, do I have COVID? What is wrong? Right. And, right. and what's funny is whether you have COVID or you have flu, the treatment's the same rest, right. hydration, and keep your butt home for a week. If I see you out of that house, I'm going to beat you with sticks. That's right. And don't, and, and don't lick people. Stop and don't lick people. people. Stop the licking love. people. Who oh does that? Who does that? Children. I, children I, do that. Children lick people. Hey. I've got a couple of adults who lick people too. I think my sister-in-law is a people licker. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, I'm not going to go there. So um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so what are some reasons that somebody you and I have talked about this off mm-hmm. air, so to speak. Why would someone want to go in and get tested for one or the other? Or when, when do you recommend like, Hey, you probably should really go get checked or just stay your butt home. Well, like, what I do think you recommend? Many times if your job requires it, um, okay. if you're, you know, school and even now with school, they're not even requiring COVID tests. They're just requiring a kind of a visit and a note that basically says, yeah, based on your symptoms, I don't think it's COVID. And that's not even a hundred percent. So mm. that's kind of, kind of where, where we're at right now. It really just depends on who is requesting the test. I don't okay. think that a regular, you know, citizen who just, you know, stays home, goes to Walmart, you know, kind of goes to their little local things, Mm -hmm. needs to get tested. I think that those resources are going to be overwhelmed if we continue to do that. And if you start Mm. to feel sick, isolate yourself and stay home. Now, when it comes to patients who, you know, are interacting with, you know, a uh, at-risk population, if they're interacting with a bunch of kids, like a school teacher, for example, Mm -hmm. who's going to be running into dozens of people, hundreds of people, possibly every single day, then it's a little bit more important to say, Hey, I need to know what's going on because do I need to stay home or do I you know, continue to go about my business? Is this allergies or is this potentially a viral illness that could really mm-hmm. make someone very, very sick and in a vulnerable population? So it, it really, there is no hard and fast answer to that. And that's mm-hmm. why the CDC, if you go to the CDC website, you can click on seven different pages and each page has conflicting information because right. no one wants to put you into that circle and say, this is how you do it. Because mm-hmm. there's always an exception to that rule. And mm-hmm. when you make those mandates and say, everybody has to do it like this, it just, it, you know, not everybody falls into that same hat and, and that becomes yeah. dangerous. So, it, you yeah. know, you really have to go based on what you feel is right. And if you have a question, talk to your healthcare provider. And, and yeah. typically we can basically get you in the right direction or at least give you some more information so that you can make the best educated decision for your family. Right. No, that's, that's great advice. And I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not feeling well, you should stay home anyway. Like, don't that's, be a jerk, you know? And, you know, that's the way it's always been. And I know right. that it's, it's tough because, you know, again, we, especially now we've seen how difficult it is when we can't put our kids in school and we're having mm-hmm. to take care of the kids at home and we're having mm-hmm. to teach them and, you know, keep them company and try to keep mm-hmm. them from running off the edge of, you know, the world right. and all and that. And eat all the food. And, and eat all the food, food yep. and do yep. all the things. And, and yep. that becomes really, really stressful. And yeah. so that's, that's what, um, 
that's what's been tough. And so in the past, we've always been like, ah, you're fine. We'll just go ahead and dose you before school and send you off. And maybe we were able to get away with that before, but we're really not able to get away with that the way that we were. And, right. and we really need to start paying attention to, hey, it's not just my kid and my life that I'm impacting. Right. It's potentially others as well. So Agreed. do I be a jerk and send my kid off to school anyway? Because I need to do this. Or should I wait a day or two and just kind of see how it goes? It's, it's yeah. tough. Again, no right it or is. wrong answer. But oh my gosh, yeah, it it is, and yeah, I'm a mom. You know, we're all moms. Like it is tough sometimes, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't keep my kid home unless their head's spinning around and they're vomiting pea soup, and even then, I would just take them to church. So I mean, it's it's crazy. I don't totally fine. Throw some holy water on them and call it good, and call it a day. Off to school you go. Yeah, exactly. Don't throw (laughs) up on anybody. We're fine. Um, (laughs) So, what is something? This is just I'm totally curious here. What is something that you treat? Um, what is the most treated yet preventable thing you see? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, allergies, allergies, seriously, so, allergies. It's, it's the worst. We have people who come in and they're like, I woke up this morning with sore throat. So did you do anything about that sore throat? Yeah, I came here. Thanks. Um, right. but you know, try some allergy medicine, some warm right. salt water gargles. You probably got some snot action. It's the changing of the seasons, you know, right. I mean, really allergies and they're year long, especially in Texas. And I love oh, when yeah. people tell me, oh, I don't have allergies. You live in Texas. You have freaking allergies. Oh, yeah. you that bull crap. You have allergies. <laughs> oh, yeah. We but all no, do it at really some is, point. Yeah. It's, it's allergies, allergies. And then, you know, viral illnesses like colds and stuff. But really I have to say that allergies being in, you know, South, uh, Southeast Texas, it's, mm-hmm. it's freaking allergies. Yeah. So how do you, is there a a surefire way without a medical diagnosis to know that like, oh, this is totally allergies or, oh, maybe this is like something else? I think the best way to do it when you're looking at, is this a viral illness? Is this something that I can treat at home? You know, the big thing is, is fever. Key is fever. If you run fever and you run high fever, I'm talking like 101 or above, there's okay. something going on. Your body is definitely fighting something. Typically, it's either viral or bacterial, but that is something that sometimes needs to be ruled out. So gotcha. fever is for sure. Um, you okay. can have mild body aches and pains, you know, with a cold and you can have it with the flu. Um, but the body aches that hurt to raise your eyebrows, that's mm. the flu, you know, right. <laughs> that, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. So, I mean, you know, anything like that, uh, pain out of proportion. If you're experiencing, you know, any type of pain and you're like, hmm, I wonder if this is just, you know, something that's going to go away. If it really hurts to the point where it's bringing tears or when doing something causes so much pain that you're like, holy crap, this is terrible. Pain out of proportion is also something that indicates you need to be seen. So um, little things like that. But yeah, fever, pain out of proportion, body aches where your eyebrows hurt. You know, Mm -hmm. those are kind of some of the things where you're like, yeah, maybe I need to bring that in. Sniffles for a couple of days, no fever, a little bit of cough. I would try to treat that over the counter for maybe two to three days before okay. bringing that on into the office. Cause most sinus infections aren't even going to rear their ugly heads for seven to 10 days. And, oh, and it's, okay. and it's actually in the guidelines for sinus infections. We should not be prescribing antibiotics unless you kind of hit a cascade of symptoms and you've been mm. sick for like seven to 10 days. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So what are some things that you wish people would do before coming to see you like they're showing up in your office and you're like oh my gosh like you could have saved yourself money and time and done this at home or had you done this like it wouldn't have got this bad 
Gosh, you know, that's kind of tough because it really all depends. The last thing I want you to do is look on the internet. That's for dead. <laughs> so if we were to look at things that I want you to do versus things I don't want you to do, the thing I don't want you to do is look on the internet because you have leukemia or some kind of rare right. monkey disease and you're right. going to die like in You hours. have stage 10 cancer and your Absolutely. leukemia is going to fall off. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't have testicles, they will grow and fall off. So I wow. mean, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's pretty <laughs> insane. I mean, the internet is, is not a good place for you to go. So I would definitely say don't go on the internet and Google your symptoms. Do not do okay. that. Um, I would say, you know, gosh, it really all depends because sometimes they need to see me and sometimes they don't. And, you know, I'd rather you come in and be seen and me tell you, girl, you're fine. Go home and get some rest than yeah. not and stay home and get worse and then come in and me tell you, girl, you sick. You got to go to the hospital. Yeah. So that's the one good thing about me being, you know, in urgent care and, and a family practice is I'm not going to make you feel bad about feeling bad. Yeah. So I want you to come in so I can tell you, you're fine. You're going to get some rest. Let me write you a note so that you can stay home for a couple of days right. and your boss doesn't, you know, go you know, nuts on you. Right. So I, I really want you to come in. I'd rather you talk to me and, and get those things worked out. The nice thing is, is that if you come in and you talk to me and I tell you, you're fine, just go home, get some rest. I charge you $25 for the consultation. I don't even charge you a full office visit and oh. you get a note and you get some good <laughs> advice and you get to come, you get to call us if you have any problems. And if we need to call you in something, we absolutely can. So that's amazing. I, I, I'd rather you be seen than not. I love, Oh, I love that. I love, I love that it went that direction. What, it, what a beautiful thing. Um, so can I get a note if I just like Venmo you $25? <laughs> yeah. um, is that uh, how I this works? People ask me that and I'm like, you're kind of gotta be so that, that, that becomes a little shady and uh yeah I'm just I'm kidding not, I know right it's like there are I'm things just... I'm trying to do to not end up in a federal pound me in the ass right I, why you gotta follow the rules like that Jeez. I know I know it's <sighs> okay so I want to be respectful of your time but I do have one more question of course what tips do you have to give to people from a medical standpoint for going back to school, like healthy tips and things that people should be doing before they just send their kids and everybody back to school and work full force? Um, I think some of them actually go back to good old fashioned health and nutrition. I mean, just exactly what you guys talk about. Really, you've got to have a pretty well balanced diet. You need to be if you're not getting the, the right amount of, of, you know, all the vitamins from the food that you eat, then mm -hmm. you need to be taking some vitamins. Mm -hmm. um, right now, things that are really good at boosting your immune system are things like vitamin D, vitamin mm -hmm. C, all of the mm -hmm. vitamin Bs, which I know can all be found in foods and, and recipes that you guys talk about on your show. So, mm -hmm. you know, kudos to you guys. Keep making sure that they are nice and healthy. And then awesome. we've also got, you know, staying hydrated, drinking plenty of water is super, super important at helping you to stay healthy as well. Getting a good mm -hmm. night's rest, washing mm -hmm. your hands. And as mm -hmm. much as we hate these little mask things, they are for right now going to actually protect you a little bit from people you know, who are getting snotty and getting a little, mm -hmm. uh, you know, fluey this, this time of year. So, you know, I know that, that, that it sucks and I hate it too. Lord knows I do. When I was mm -hmm. at Disney World last week, they must've told me seven times a day, pull it above your nose. <laughs> but I did. And then I walked the corner and pulled it back down. <laughs> 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 but at school, especially, you know, if the, if the kid's okay with it, you know, wear the mask. And half the time yeah. they don't even realize that they're, you know, flies undone. So, I mean, are they really going to worry about the mask on their face? Probably not. Right. So, right. but no, definitely diet, 
definitely hydration, good night's rest, vitamins are very important. And then of course, you know, good old fashioned um, exercise, getting outside, uh, getting yeah. some of that vitamin D the good old fashioned way. Uh, we're all stuck in front of our computers right now between Zoom Zoom meetings, which I loathe. And yes. and then of course we've got you know the kids who are, even though they're in physical school, they're still doing so much on their computers. I know. And, and so breaking them away from that screen time and you know throwing them outside, letting that vitamin D soak in, having them run around the block a little bit, get on their bikes, it's good for them. I mean, there's a reason mm-hmm. why we say you know diet and exercise is the cure for everything. Because it pretty much is. <laughs> it's it's like you've taken everything we've said and just condensed it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm pretty I'm just long-winded. Like, I don't know we, about condensed. <laughs> we could just end here and be like, we're done. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! For once, I was actually short-winded. <laughs> Did I get short-winded? I don't think that's a thing, but that's okay. Um, it probably isn't. It probably isn't. No, I love that. I mean, it, it just goes back to being proactive versus yeah. reactive, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And are you finding that, the, and, and I don't know how many COVID patients you've treated and if you can even talk about this, which I totally respect mm-hmm. if you can't, um, are you finding the people that are genu- generally take pretty good care of themselves, you know, diet, exercise, all the things, if they do contract COVID that they are healing quicker or yeah. recovering quicker? Is that the majority of patients who, who've had COVID that, that we've run in, or run interference with, they've mm-hmm. either been relatively healthy, relatively young. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them didn't even realize that they were positive. You know, this was back in mm-hmm. June when everyone, of course, you know, everyone was like, get tested. Right. So everyone right. and their mother was testing. And it turns out that a lot of people, when we call them are like, Hey, you're COVID positive. They're like, no, you're kidding. Really? <laughs> So that was shocking. That, that was really, yeah. really shocking. But yeah, I'm seeing that our patients who have high blood pressure, especially uncontrolled high blood pressure, mm. type two diabetes, whether it's controlled or not, um, mm. they're having some, some serious issues. My lung patients and my asthma patients, they're, they're having mm. a little bit more trouble, but they're kind of sure. coming out of it with, you know, some additional medications and it's maybe taking right. a little bit longer, but they're not having as much trouble as my hypertension and my diabetes patients. Luckily, we've only had one patient who ended up hospitalized and they mm. ended up recovering. But I know that, you know, there's a lot of people who haven't been as lucky. Myself, yeah. I had COVID back in mm-hmm. July. Mm-hmm. I was totally fine. I was shocked when, when I realized it was COVID. And the only reason why I knew it was COVID was because I lost my taste of sense and smell. And that was right. just all kinds of screwed up. That's just uh, weird. <laughs> that was just weird. And it was, it was funny because I, like over the weekend, I realized I was like, oh God, I got some body aches. But I thought that maybe Miss Melissa had just worked me too hard. <laughs> right, and right. that wasn't it. Slave because driver. on Monday, she was a slave driver. On Monday when I uh, <laughs> ate some almonds, it tasted like nothing. And I'm like, well, it was almonds. So I had some peanut butter and it still tasted like nothing. And I was like, oh, oh that's oh, sad. Oh, uh-oh, I think I got the bid. And sure enough, but I was fine after, uh, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even go down. Uh, I felt completely fine. But of course, yeah, I could yeah. go back to work. So I just stayed sure. around the house. And that was the worst part for me. But I was lucky. And I'm yeah. a relatively healthy person. You know, I've got I intake way more sugar than I should, but I'm pretty good. And I think that if you're, again, like you said, very proactive, you try to take care of yourself. If you're going to end up with COVID, you're going to be fine. And it's going to yeah. be a, a viral illness that you will naturally get over very similarly to, you know, the flu and a cold. Right, right. Now, sadly, it does have some really nasty complications. And those complications yeah. are going to be worse for patients who are at high risk groups. And that's your 
your elderly patients and mainly because mm-hmm. they've got a lot of issues with diabetes and hypertension. Right, and if right. you've got uncontrolled diabetes and uncontrolled hypertension, now's the time to get that checked and to get exactly. yourself under control and start taking better care of yourself. Yeah. And, and I, I love the way you rounded that out because that, that was really like my point in that question is obviously there's extreme cases. We know many lives have been lost and there's been complications and it's, I don't wish that upon anyone. Right. Um, and I know that there have been perfectly healthy people that have, that have um, passed away from it as well. So, you know, there's always exceptions to the, always. to the rules, if you will. Right. Everybody mm-hmm. is different, but mm-hmm. the whole point is just, there still is so much that you can control. You can get your, you know, diabetes under control and your blood pressure under Mm -hmm. control. And it's like, do it now. Yeah. Do it now. It's Mm -hmm. never too late. You know, now, um, so terrible. We, you know, we've been saying it for years. You know, we, we tell our patients all the time. There, there was a time, um, several years ago when I actually had a book of caskets and I would, you know, it's like from like a funeral home. And when I had a patient mm. who was just a really non-compliant diabetic, I would go mm-hmm. in, open up the book and say, why don't you just pick one out now? That way I can let your family know. Because oh. if you are not <laughs> going to take care of yourself, this is what's going to happen. Many yeah. times that worked. And yeah. they would get on the right path. They were like, man, you're mean. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just well, being honest with you. And it's just a shame that sometimes we have to have something terrible like this happened to the world population for us to understand just how important taking care of your body and your health is and it is that important we've been saying it for years and it takes something like this for people to start picking up their ears and going oh yeah maybe I should work on losing weight maybe I should work on this abdominal you know fat here this is not good for my heart this is not good for my sugar and and I mean it is what it is but it's just a shame sometimes it is. It is. Well, hopefully this will, you know, this whole pandemic thing, whatever you want to call it, will yeah. <laughs> open people's eyes a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, help them realize there's been so much that's been out of our control over this, this year, but yes. there is still so much that you can control. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully that will open some eyes and ears and get people, you know, to start prioritizing their health. Here, here. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so, so, so very much. We appreciate you and your insight and your just willingness to share and, and your, your approach. It's just amazing. We love you. Oh, love you guys too. You guys are, are the bomb.com. And if you need anything, you just let me know and then I'll be more than happy to, to talk to you. Yeah. And we're going to link all of your information in the show notes for our local people. So they know where to go find you if they need you guys. Yeah. And I just want to give a special thanks to Melissa Herple and all of her amazing gang down at ESC or um, Express Family Clinic. My daughter took her in right before COVID and Mm -hmm. because I took her to the pediatrician and our pediatrician was out and they um, we had a fill in pediatrician and we just had an awful experience. And the doctor scared the bejesus out of me with all the potential things that could be why she was not feeling well. And I wanted a second opinion. So I took her to my very dear trusted friend, mm-hmm. Melissa Herbal. <laughs> and she was my, my daughter is deathly afraid of the doctor's office. Like Aww. she walks in and she just starts crying. Aww. And uh, Melissa Herbal and her staff just made her, like she was happy and calm and reassured me. I mean, her, her head was like caught to the side and her shoulder and she was like running a fever. And I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, what, like what, what is happening to 
my child. And so not only did she take care of my daughter, but she calmed me down. Like as a mom, like I felt by the time we left there, I felt comfortable. I felt confident in that she was going to get better. You know, my daughter was already doing so much better. Um, So you guys are just amazing. And I want to thank you for what you've done for our family and this community. And we just are so fortunate to have you. Well, you're very welcome. And she's precious. And that's, that, that, that's our job. You know, it's funny. I, I think healthcare um, medicine in general, I think is 60% reassurance and 40% diagnosis. You know, a lot of people just really kind of need to know what's going on. And, and even if sometimes we don't know exactly what's going on, you know, looking at the gamut of what it could be and, and, and you know, where it falls in the spectrum of good to bad, really kind of helping to allay fears, I think is, is a good portion of what we do. And if it's done correctly, then you have a good outcome. And then that's, and that's certainly what we try to do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Have have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time. <laughs>